Welcome to Teal of Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. I'm Dee. And I'm Alicia. And welcome to another episode of T.O. Interiors. We're so excited for you guys to be here today. Today, we are talking about how to make your house a home. We're going to get into that in more detail, what we mean in a second. But you know, before we get to that, I need to know, girl, what you sipping on? I have some pumpkin chai by David Tease. It's a rich spice filled tea. And it has a hint of caramel and a little, probably cardamom in it, I think it has. But it tastes like a slice of pumpkin pie. Very good. <laughs> what you sipping on, Dee? So I am sipping on cranberry ginger ale tea. Ginger ale? Love it. That's a new one. It's crisp ginger meat, fruity, cranberry flavor. You know, cranberry ginger ale? Well, do they, yeah. have, they have a cranberry ginger ale. Yeah, they do. They do. I love it. It is good. I love that one. And they bring it out around the holidays. I had a bit of a tummy ache today. I don't know why. You know, I had a pretty long weekend. Maybe that added to it, but I needed something to refresh me. And, you know, I didn't have ginger ale, so I said, he's the next best thing. <laughs> very good. Very good. All right. So let's move on. <laughs> Alicia, mm-hmm. talking about houses today. So, did you know that vacuum cleaners were originally horse-drawn? I did not know that. Yes. For houses? That's, For houses. That's, that's interesting. So, one of the earliest known vacuum cleaners was so large that it had to be hauled from house to house via a horse-drawn carriage. It had a giant hose that they put through the windows of their customers and it had a gas powered motor. Ooh, imagine the smell. That generated suction and pulled the dirt and debris into a glass container where of course, onlookers could gawk at the volume of filth. Oh God. Now what were they vacuuming though? Child, I don't know. (laughs) Exactly, like that sounds very heavy-duty, industrial, like, what were they vacuuming? Well, you know, I'm sure that's probably during the Victorian era, right? Probably. Or strong carriages and the houses. So they probably were cleaning, like, you know, debris on the floors, you know? They didn't take the things off in the house, so I'm sure they tracked in all kind of dirt. Wow. No. That's a lot. That's interesting. It is interesting. The stuff we will do, right? To make a house feel like a home. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's move on to today's topic. So today's topic, we're talking about how to make your house a home. I wrote a, a blog many years ago on this topic. It's funny. I have to find it. But anyway, a house is, as we know, something that is just constructed to make you feel safe from the elements and comfortable and things like that. However, a home is more of a feeling. A home can be anywhere, right? Right. I could feel at home at your house, Alicia, and it's not my home. Right. So to me, what makes a house a home is a combination of the sights, the smells, the people, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Whenever I go to my mom's house, it feels like my home. 
When I go to my mother's house, it feels like my home because my nieces are there, my sister's there. There's great love there, mm-hmm. right? So, and then of course, when I'm at my home, it feels like a home. Okay, but what do you think makes that, when you say it feels like a home, what does that feeling, what's the question, what's the feeling that comes up? Joy for me, joy, happiness, love. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the feeling I get when I walk into my own house. And so when I walk into my own home, that's mm-hmm. the feeling that I get is joy, happiness. I'm glad to be here. You know, I'm <laughs> glad to be back home. Mm-hmm. I relax. I got all my creature comforts, right? So to me, a home is where it's personalized. That's why I never really understood. Sure, looking for inspiration is great, but you can buy all that stuff. You can do all the things that they tell you. But that does not mean that your house is going to feel like a home hmm. because that's somebody else's idea of what they like. And it's up to you to figure out what you want to be surrounded with, you know, what sights, what smells, what sounds, you know, maybe for some people, their home, when they walk in, they hear their dog barking to greet them or their kids coming to greet them or hearing their kids play or whatever. Maybe to them, those are the sounds that makes them feel home. You know, it's their personal space. It's their interests. Mm-hmm. Like the more personalized you make your house, the more it can feel like a home. And I think when you're designing to make a home out of your house, then I think you should ask yourself questions like, how do you want to feel in your home? Mm-hmm. Well, peaceful, connected, centered, energetic, you know, etc. How do you want your home to feel? Does it feel like a sanctuary, a social hub? You know, does it have openness? Is it cozy? What do you see in here? You know, for me, I love sunlight. You, you love sunlight too, right? Do you want to see your flower garden? Like all different kinds of things. Mm-hmm. What what kind of life are you living in your home? Do you mm-hmm. have to work from home? Do you have a workshop in your home or in your garage or whatever? You know, what are your interests? What do you do? Do you play with your dog? How do you like to spend time in your home? Mm-hmm. So I think those are things to consider. And then, of course, on top of that, we have some tips to help you get to that goal, right? We do indeed. We do indeed. You know, I was listening to you, and I feel like a lot of times I've had conversations with people, some of them family, some of them friends, and they often reference spaces that I've lived in as really feeling homey. And they said, I want you to make my house feel like this. And I didn't know what they were talking about. I do know what I feel. And that's why I was asking you, what do you feel at home? What do you feel makes your home feel homey? And then what do you think makes other people's home feel homely? And I think you did a good job of of describing it. So the thing about that is, it's going to be different for everybody, don't you think? The stuff you said, I think it's going to make, it depends on the person. It depends on what they like. It's very individualized, don't you think? Yeah, and that's why I said that it's so important to ask yourself those questions, you know, when you're trying to figure out how you're going to invoke that feeling. Because a lot of people live in spaces that they don't feel completely comfortable in. It feels kind of alien to them. You know, it's a place they live, but that's it. They don't take care of it. You know, they just don't feel a connection to it. And I always say, like, the way you feel a connection to something is to name it. You know how people name their cars? Yeah. (laughs) I think, like, 
when you name your car, you take good care of it. You know, people are out there waxing it, they're washing it, they're vacuuming it. You know, they're vacuuming Betsy or whatever. I do. I felt super humble by that. I don't know. I don't know. I just never thought that it was my energy or my spirit or anything like that. I just felt like, okay, well, you know, I like houses that have architectural integrity, right? I love houses that have a soul, you know? They've got a history. I love spaces. Most all my houses, well, not true. The one we built in Florida was different. But all my houses, pretty much, were old. So I like historic homes, but not everybody likes that because they require a lot of care. But I think when a house has a soul, meaning to me, I'll tell you what that means. Many, 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 sometimes decades, sometimes a hundred years or more, people have lived in those wall within those walls. So that on an energetic level has history, has a story. And so I feel because I love to design according to what the house says it wants. I'm talking about, I'll do it for a customer if they allow me to do it. But a lot of times customers go against the soul of the house. They want it to be something completely other. I'm like, why did you buy this house? This house, what you're trying to do has, it's like you're, you're not even in a conversation with the house. You're doing something completely different. But a small segment of the population will try to listen to the house. Like with my kitchen, I didn't just rip out the kitchen without listening to the soul of the house. Like hearing that the house wanted to feel like it may have had those cabinets built for those walls and marrying the cabinets with the walls. It's a spiritual process for me. Like I just don't pick anything to go anywhere. D, if I had put a whole bunch of white cabinets in my kitchen, brand new shaker, that would have looked a hot mess. <laughs> it really would have looked a hot mess. Until forget about it looking poor or not looking as well as it could have looked, it wouldn't be in communication and conversation with it. So I think a lot of times just listening to the house and let the house speak to you and feel that energy and, and make sure that you choose things that are complimentary, you know? Do you think that that has any validity? Like, I just feel like that's what makes the hominess. People come into my kitchen, it's not even done. And they'll say, wow, I see what you were trying, <laughs> I see what you're trying to do here because it's not done. It feels like it could have been like this 120 years ago. You don't I think that has any bearing on anything? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I said, the home spirit, I think listening to it, it's helpful, but I feel like maybe when you made the decision to live where you live, maybe you were in touch with yourself to see if this is the place for you. You know, hopefully you had that conversation to yourself like, well, what do you feel? Do you feel anything here? Do you think, you know, because some people could feel like a home is theirs empty. You know, they walk into places empty and they're like, this is my home. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about the energy. Some people don't give energy and feelings too much credence. So they're okay with like ripping off something they saw in a magazine or on Instagram, but they're still constantly searching for something. And to me, the answer is usually, where do you live? Like, how do you live and how do you feel in your home? Because even when you're outside of your house, that feeling still carries you throughout your day. And if you have a place where you don't feel connected to, then that on an energetic level, that is bringing you down subconsciously. You don't even realize it. 
So a lot of times when things are bothering you, that's why I like to help people declutter because energy, items carry energy. So, you know, a lot of times when things are bothering you, it's important to think about, okay, what in my life could be better? Or what in my life am I actually really thinking about that doesn't feel good? And a lot of times it's usually where people live. They don't like their neighborhood. They don't like their house. They don't like anything. They think, you know what, I just need to throw all this stuff out and start over again. And a lot of times that's not what it is. Connect with your home and understand what it is that you want out of the space that you live in. Not trying to continue to gather other people's ideas and trends and the way they tell you you should live in your home. How do you want to live in your home? How do you want to interact with your home? So a lot of times I think that that's what it is. It's figuring out what you want. And Makes figuring sense. out, like you said, what is it trying to say to you? But really what it is, it's not so much the home. It's you talking to you. <laughs> it's you saying, I want to feel this. You know, I've always wanted to have my friends over every weekend. But right now, the way this house looks, I don't want anybody over. And it doesn't feel special in that way. Let's work on changing that. And maybe you're a chef and you just enjoy feeding people and you want to do it once a weekend or whatever. You have to set your home up that way. And then when you come to your home at the end of the day and you walk through it and it gives you that feeling that reinvigorates you or makes you feel happy or whatever. And that, to me, really helps to bring out that homey feeling. Mm -hmm. Just more so connecting with yourself. Mm -hmm. If you have a family getting together with the family and figuring out what do we all want and how can we bring it to our spaces. Why do you think people struggle so? I can tell you how many times people are like just not settled in their domicile. They just don't, they don't feel good there. And not settled inside. <laughs> you gotta settle yourself inside. People can live anywhere. And some people are happy and feel at home everywhere because they feel at home within themselves. So a lot of times, it's not even, it has nothing to do with their house. It's you. Get in touch with yourself. Speak to somebody. You and I had this conversation recently. Well, it was actually, we had it on a podcast. How would you explain? I've had this experience and so have you. When you walk into someone's home and you just forget about not feeling homey, it just feels cold. Like there's no warmth there. And I'm not talking about physical warmth. There's mm -hmm. No love. Well, you don't want to say the people aren't. <laughs> Most of the time, if the home feels cold, it's their energy. You would, How you feel is what people will feel when they come into your home. If you just had a fight with your spouse or somebody in that house, people will walk in and feel that energy. And no matter what your home felt like yesterday, it don't feel that way today. Because mm -hmm. we pick up on that energy. We're so very energetic. So if you walk into somebody's house and it feels disorganized, it feels discombobulated, that is that person's energy and it's reflected through their home. But if that person is joyous and happy, a person can feel like home. I completely agree with you. I don't think, and I'm, I'm not trying to be contrary. I've been in a lot of houses and there's love in the home. People are, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, you're probably right. It's their energy and they're just like pretending or something. But I don't know. I gotta really think about this. I feel like this is, I'm thrown off a little because I'm thinking there's so many homes I've been in that I loved. I've designed them, but yeah. It's the energy. Because think about it. Think about the place. 
Think about the places that we did that were bomb. And then a month later, these people are not together. Yeah. But we thought they were fine. Yeah. <laughs> it had yeah. nothing to do with their house. That's not what they needed. They didn't need that remodel. They right. needed some counseling. Right. They were fooling themselves, right? So it all comes down to you. It all comes down to you. You create your home. And I'm going to be it. very present to that this week as I go in and out of people's houses. I really am. You know, they're calling me for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Remember I used to say to you all the time, my job is 90% therapist. Oh, and yeah. 10% designer. Not even calling me for the design. I'm usually the mediator between husband and wife. Mm-hmm. What? And it's like, whoa, this is not even about this house. It's not. It's never about the house. It's the person. That's why some people could just freely live in the world. And no matter where they put their head, it's home to them. It doesn't matter because it's them. They're home yeah. within themselves. They're wow. they're free within themselves so they can live anywhere. Yeah, I'm feeling you. I mean, I'm, I'm 100% on board with what you're saying. I just want to give people some hope. <laughs> there yeah. is hope and it's called better help. No, I'm just kidding. There uh-uh, is- uh-uh. <laughs> no, you did it. Really right now? And not a really? sponsor of this podcast. Wow. <laughs> We're going to have to get the one to be the... Ooh. You ain't right. Uh-uh. I'm but just kidding. There is hope. And there, you know, there is hope. And I is better help. And I am <laughs> I am here for those. I am here for those people. I that's what I do. I help people with their mindset. It's not your house. It is your clutter. It is your it is the things that you give value to. Because you give people don't realize they give more value to things than they do themselves and the other people that are in their lives. You know? So that's something to think about. So I would like to say that I enjoyed this conversation. I hope that, (laughs) hope I didn't offend anybody. But if I did, that's okay. It's good. Feel offended. And now think about how you're going to make your house better. (laughs) How are you going to make your... Yourself better. Yourself better, according to you. I was all tuned up to give him some tips and tricks. (laughs) And you're like, it's you. you." Go ahead. Give him him the tips. Give them no, the tip. no, 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 no. I think we need to do a part two on this one because I gotta, I gotta do research this week. Let's let's do part two next week because I need continuation of this. This is really very interesting. I'm gonna be in about what 15 or so houses this week. I'm gonna do a little. I'm gonna make some notes. Okay, let's yeah. ask yeah. questions. Yeah. All right. So we are going to pause this <laughs> podcast, and you know you're listening to it this week, but next week. We're going to come back with some different insights and we are going to continue this conversation because it is a very important one. You know, Alicia, you're in there doing the window treatments all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm in here doing the decluttering all day, every day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we're finding very similar commonalities. And I think we'll talk about that next week. And I think it'll be great insight for those that are struggling. Yeah. You're going to find yourself logging off of Pinterest. (laughs) and getting in tune to yourself and you're going to be your own designer and you're going to come up with a master plan. Now, when it comes to like organizing things that you love in your house, that's a different story. A lot of times people do need help with that. A lot of times they do need help with flow and how do I do this and how did I do that? But all the other things, that's going to be on you. So yes, let's pick this up next week. I love you guys for listening so much. Share this podcast with a friend. Help us grow. And don't forget... Click the links in those show notes. Click them, click them, click them. (laughs) Get yourself some tea. 
All right. Take care. Take care. Ciao. Always a pleasure. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. We'll see you next week.